Welcome to the Normalizing Millions podcast. I'm a mama of two little girls, owner of a seven-figure and growing coaching company, and I'm your host, Taylor Lee. My mission is to normalize women making millions from work that feels absolutely effortless. Your work changes lives, and with my help getting it into the hands of more people, your life can radically change too. Just don't blink, because with the right tools and advice, all of which me and my incredible guests will share with you in each and every episode, it can change fast. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Okay, you guys, I'm so excited to talk about this. Over nine months ago, I completely changed the way that I do my mastermind and the way that I run masterminds in general. And it has been so good. And when I first made these changes, I did record at least one episode. I remember doing an episode um, that was kind of about like why I'm no longer capping my mastermind. But the fact of the matter is, is when I was talking about this change and this pivot, then it was still new. So I had no clue if it was going to work. I had no clue if it was going to sell. I had no clue if it was going to be an absolute great experience for clients like I wanted it to be. I had no clue if I was going to like it. I had no clue if it was going to last or stick around. And it's great when things pivot and evolve. That just means you're stepping into more alignment and you've been learning lessons and you're following your intuitive nudges. But I'm excited to record this because everything has worked out (laughs) and it's been really, really good. And so these changes that I honestly was terrified nine months ago to make, I found to be really, really good and they're all staying. And so I kind of just want to talk to you about um, what these changes were and why I made them and what it's been like. And within the changes, even though they've all been good, there's still been lessons. Like I feel like there's always going to be lessons. So there's still been parts where it's like, okay, we had to do this. Like we there was a learning curve with some of these things, but they've worked out really, really, really well. And what's really cool is I know that there's other people who run their mastermind similar and like this. And it's the re- it is one of the reasons why I run my mastermind the way I do is I started to see, oh, there are other people doing it differently. There are other people who do it like this. And so I'm not trying to like take credit like this is my model. It's not at all whatsoever. But I really feel like I can confidently say my mastermind has top-notch, unmatched support. Like I feel so confident in that and so good about that. And if you hop in and you join us and you utilize it, like you will be mind blown at how supported you are by me. I think that's one thing a lot of people are afraid of with a mastermind is like, am I just going to be another number? Am I just going to be like, you know, shoo shooed off to these like other coach support coaches? Or, I mean, I've heard horrible things of like coaches not getting back to their clients and like, you know, anyway, anyway, you guys, you got it. Um, I know that I am in my mastermind, like above and beyond. And I've just, I feel so good about that. And it's really cool because we've been able to bring in additional coaches and, and my team is very active in the group and we'll talk about it. So a couple of things we're going to talk about. There's kind of four things. If I think of anything else as we go, then I'll add that on the list. But the four things, just so you know, if this is worthwhile listening to is number one, we stopped capping the mastermind. Number two, I stopped doing Voxer in my masterminds. Number three, 
I hired support coaches for my mastermind. And number four, I have really started utilizing client feedback on a regular basis in my mastermind. So if any of those topics are intriguing for you, you're going to want to listen to this. So let's let's start with not capping the mastermind. So I think one reason a lot of people cap their masterminds is because people ask. So there's it's an objection. I just I literally just got asked this like yesterday, like is the mastermind capped? No. How many people are in the mastermind? Uh I th- it's between 25 and 30. I, I know it's not 30, but it might be 26, 27, 28. It's, it's somewhere in there right now. Um, I don't know the exact number, to be honest with you. Um, but it probably will be 30 very soon, like within the next week, because we have people enrolling right now. Um, but one day it might be 50. One day it might be 100. I think that people have this objection because, of course, it's assumed, number one, that less people, more support. But that's not true, actually. And I also think, number two, people have been screwed over. And I think this is a whole nother episode, but I will just say, like, I think a lot of people in the industry who hire coaches and want to keep hiring coaches and have spent a lot of money in the industry, which makes it very sad and unfortunate, have felt screwed over or blindsided or they didn't get what they paid for. And I know for a fact that some people have extremely unreasonable expectations of of their coach that are just like impossible. Um, There's always those people, right? Like there's always like never going to be happy person, but that's not the majority. I don't think. Um, I mean, I know for a fact that's not the majority of people, but even unhappy customers, I don't really think that's the majority. I think the majority of them feel like the offer wasn't communicated clearly. Like it wasn't clear that you'd only be getting back to us every five days, you know? Um, And so this, but this happens in small groups too. This happens with one-on-one coaching too. And it definitely happens in large groups. It happens for many different reasons. And it's because the coach, sure, I think there are some coaches who just don't care. But again, just like I think that the clients who just have unrealistic expectations and who will never be happy are, are not the, the majority. I think they're the minority. I also think coaches who suck and don't care are also the minority. I think most of the time, it's just like a coach is in over their head. They take on too much. They're burnt out. And that's not necessarily from having a large mastermind group. That can be from many things. Um, and it can also be from having a small mastermind group where you offer a lot of support and having a lot going on in your life and not having good enough team or support system in your life or whatever. And the fact of the matter is, is I'm at a point where we are very minimally focused in my business. Um, like what I, does, that's not even a term. Does that even make sense? Like we have really made our focus big on minimum amount of things. So the mastermind is my number one focus and I don't know how many clients I can handle in the mastermind. I don't, I'm not saying it will never be capped because it probably, I couldn't imagine. I don't, I don't think that this mastermind can hold unlimited people, but my gut feeling is we'll probably cap it around 50, but I don't know. But here's the thing. I have a unwavering commitment. I'm not going to be enrolling 20 people overnight. Like if if that happened, we would be booking out. We would be, I'm being very careful because I have a number, my number one commitment is happy clients and I can't make every client happy, 
but that, that changed in my business last year. Oh my God, it's so crazy. It's been over a year of the skull. Last year, January, 2022, I decided like our number one focus this year is going to be client satisfaction over money, over any of that. And we're going to do everything it takes to create an incredible client experience. And it's been a year of that. And our programs still are not perfect. They will never be perfect. And I'd be lying to you if I said we didn't have a single unhappy client last year. You know what I mean? But we had very, very few. I don't. Yeah, we had very, very few. Couple? Two? I mean, I don't want to give you a number because I, I, we would have to like really pull it up. But, you know, that's very impressive in a million dollar business. Or we made 850000 last year, to be very honest with you and specific. Um, I think that's a great number. And I feel really, really good about it. And that's still my number one focus. Like that goal is not going anywhere. That is still my number one focus. This year, I feel like my biggest goals are like client satisfaction and experience, as well as simple, simplifying. I have a lot going on in my personal life this year, and I'm not going to have that take away from my client experience. So everything else has to be simplified. Um, So what does this mean? It means that I think some coaches blow up overnight, it seems like, and they grow their groups really big, really fast. And the client experience falls flat and it lacks and things are missed and they're burnt out and they can't handle it. And then they're stuck with it and clients aren't happy. And so me and my team are very aware of that. We've done a lot of just pondering in that area, a lot of uh, research, if you will. And so we have a great game plan um, of how we're enrolling clients at what speed. And we have a very strong gut feeling of what a potential cap would be. And we're taking it one baby step at a time. And for the past year, the group's been about 25 people and we could have had more in it, but there's a reason because we're making sure that everything is top notch before we grow. And we're just adding in a few people and a few people and a few people. But I will say that I didn't want to publicly say that there would be no cap because it scares people and it pushes people away. And, but I didn't want to publicly say that there would be because I don't want there to be. And I want this group to evolve perfectly. And so that is asking a lot of trust of you, the client, in me. And so thank you to the clients who trusted me this year, last year, to create an amazing space and to protect the space, even without a cap. Because right now I couldn't put a cap on it. It's like, I don't know. And what a disservice it would be to say the cap is 20 when there was five more incredible women who've just made the group what it is today. It wouldn't be the same without them in there. And everyone is still being fully supported. What a disservice to the next five, because I know for a fact we could handle five more. What a disservice to the next five if I were to cap it at 25. So who knows? And we also have this commitment too that like, you know, right now with what's included in the mastermind, I could... Um, increase my workload for the mastermind very easily, especially with how we're currently doing our funnels and our launching and our courses and how we've restructured things. I have a lot of blank space. You wouldn't think so the past uh, week. (laughs) I've actually been really busy the past week with calls, Um, but it's because we had our virtual retreat and I ended up podcasting with a friend. Um, That was probably last week's episode with Lauren for three hours. It was so good. Definitely check her episode out. And whenever my episode's out on her podcast, you definitely want to listen to that. Um, But I have a lot of blank space. And so we do have so many ideas of like 
more group coaching calls, small group calls. Um, we have a lot of really cool ideas to add more support. And that's kind of our game plan is if it were, if, if, if it were to grow to that point, it's like there, there will be more support. It's not like, because it's growing, you're going to get less. And I just think this is the thing that coaches don't think about. It's like, well, I might as well, like just take as many as I can and make as much money as I can. And like people can deal with it. And I do think a larger group, there is a benefit to that. And there is value in that for the client. But I do think that when you feel like, well, now this means that not all of us can go on the call. Now this means that not all of our questions can get answered. Now this means the coach doesn't get to know all of us as much as she could. That sucks. And so we've just kept that top of mind. And I'm so glad because it's been so good. And it's just been freeing to know I'm not letting anyone down, anyone down by adding one more person. And I'm never capping myself before I feel really good about a number. So to the women who are in the group, thanks for trusting me with that because it's been a really cool journey and it's been uncomfortable, but it's just freeing to know that I can figure out what the cap is. If there is a cap, like in my own timing, you know, without making up, like if I were to have a cap on the group right now, it'd be completely made up. Even now running the group for nine months with give or take about on average 25 people, it it would just, it would be completely made up. (laughs) It would not be in support of you. It would be completely made up. So that is my update on not capping the group. Um, no Voxer, number two. So I had done my masterminds and they were very successful for years um, with Voxer, daily Monday through Friday Voxer access. And some of you listening might've been in the inner circle. So hi, nice to see you. <laughs> nice to chat again. Um, and I really, really loved that. I, I still do really love Voxer and sometimes I miss it. Sometimes I wish we did have Voxer and I'm sold out women. I know that you would love it. I know because like, why wouldn't you? But this was another scary move that I made because it, and this is not true, but it feels like every mastermind includes Voxer now. It feels like that's the thing that everybody wants. It feels like that is what's just seen as very, very high value. But what I noticed, as much as I loved running that group, and sometimes I miss running the inner circle group, like for sure, often. Um, and it's why I've started to do some mini minds and whatnot. But I noticed that in Voxer, people go in circles a lot more. It's almost like there's too much access. And in a, in a way, it's like, it just feels like people go in circles a lot more. They get in their head a lot more. They get overwhelmed a lot more. They kind of are looking for problems a lot more. They waste a lot of time with the voice notes. Like I just was noticing that not just in inner circle specifically, but just from running inner circle for over two years and doing boxer for, I don't know, since the day I found out about it for a lot, like every single day for years, I just kind of notice, like, oh, it's not really as efficient as people think. And I think that there's a lot of time being wasted. And I think there's a lot of power being given away. Not that it's all bad, but I took it out. And now in Sold Out, we have so much support. We have group calls, we have private calls, we have virtual retreats. You get access to all of my programs recorded. And if we run them live, um, 
And you get access to Circle, which is kind of like Facebook. I always say it's like Facebook and Slack had a baby. If you use those platforms, if you hadn't, you will not get this at all, but that's okay. But it's like if face a Facebook group and Slack had a baby, it was Circle. And so it's like we have our own coaching app. You can have it on your phone. You can have it on the computer. And it's no different besides you have to be efficient with your question. You have to think about your question and everything's really organized and I check it nearly every day. My team checks it every day. The support coaches check it every day. And it's just so good. It's just like, I don't feel like we're missing anything. I do think Boxer adds a different element, but I don't, I don't feel like we're missing anything. And there's a big difference. The questions asked in circle are so good. They're so specific. They're well thought out. They're strategic. They're way more efficient. I'm noticing that the questions that we get asked are just I'm like, okay, these answers that this person's getting is actually helping them take action and move forward. Where sometimes in in Voxer, it's more like riffing and thinking and and I love Voxer, like I said, and and I think there's a time and a place for it, but it's it's a totally different vibe. Like I just think that if and this is who sold out is for it's like if you are someone who makes money in their business and who plans on making more and more and more money in your business, and you're just working on mastery and you're doing the damn thing every day. It's so nice to be able to post in there. What do you guys think about this? Can I have some feedback? Here's what I've been doing. It's not working or it's not working like I thought. Can someone take a look? Like that's what's going on in circle. And it's been so good. I almost want to look and like tell you. Yep. Someone's getting some feed, some answers on, on building out their email sequence. Someone's celebrating um, all the new people in their free workshop someone is getting some feedback on their Facebook group name. Um, oh my God. So cool. Someone is celebrating the result, like the over 19,000 people reached with their reel after we like brainstormed a, a really great reel idea for her. Um, oh my God. We're talking to, we're, we're doing offer brainstorming. We're do we're talking oh Facebook ads so um, one of my clients put out like some some copy she's thinking for her Facebook ad and I completely rewrote it for her in the comments, um, as well as some other amazing women giving some feedback. So it's just like, it's just it's great. It's like I just feel like what's going on in there is so efficient and is moving these women forward and it's getting them results. I mean, the celebrations here are freaking amazing. Like fifteen signups, um, twenty three signups podcast is live. My reel got 19,000 views. Um, like best month ever. Like this is just like what you could literally scroll by being in the group right now. Like we just aren't missing Voxer. Voxer is great, but it was completely unnecessary. And I'll also say as a coach, and again, I'm, I'm number one in my mind. I was like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to scale this group at a, at a pace where if this sucks and people aren't getting results, I will replace the support with, with whatever is needed for them to get results and feel feel supported. Like that's always my vibe. And that's why I, well, it looks like I grow fast. That's why I choose to grow slower <laughs> and strategically and really think through more than just my revenue and my profit, although I think about that too, but my client experience. Because if this didn't work, I would have made it work. It's not like, oh, well, like you're responsible for your own experience. Like, yeah and no, (laughs) you are, but you're not like you're, you know what I mean? So I know I'm a little ranty today, but that's my mood. So 
it's just been good. That's all I have to say. It's like, it's been good. I was nervous to do it. I'm glad that I did it. And it's created, oh, what I was going to say is as a coach, I will be honest, like it has created a lot more space for me. Like it takes me way less time to answer things in circle because the questions are just different. And so the answers are different. And I get through circle with way, I could, I, it would, I don't want to say I couldn't handle this many boxer clients because I have, (laughs) but it would be a lot harder. It, It would be an hour or two a day in boxer every day with this number of clients, nearly 30 clients. Um, sometimes maybe even more. Oh my God. But in circle, it's like 10 minutes. It's, it's just, it's been a game changer on both ends. I feel like. And the third thing I want to talk about is having support coaches. Again, this was so nerve wracking for me because it's like, I don't want my clients to feel like they're paying me. And then I'm just outsourcing my coaching. And it's like, here you go. I hired these like cheap people off the street because I, I, I was, I was researching this because I'm not the only person who has support coaches. So I was researching this and I'm like, I've asked people like, where do you hire people? What do you pay? And to each their own, but people are hiring coaches for their program who have no coaching experience, paying them cheap, (laughs) very cheap. Like, like they would get paid at a regular job and charging thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for their program. And I just didn't want to do that. And I pay my support coaches more than anyone else I know. I don't know for a fact if I pay them more than any support coach ever. Of course, I don't know that. And I probably don't. But I pay my support coaches more than I've heard of any anyone I've asked. Out of the four or five people I've spoken to, I pay mine more, a lot more. And I also have coaches who are successful. That's why I have to pay them more because they already have their own successful six multi six figure business. They already have other clients who make seven multi seven figures. I'm literally out here looking and and most coaches, most service providers who make that money aren't going to take on a support coach gig unless it's worth it. So I have to make the role worth it. And I'm like looking for those perfect people. And we've had three support coaches so far one left at the beginning of this year because she's doing full-time speaking, which is so cool. I'm so happy for her. Um, but that's the, that's the thing. Like I want people to leave because they're like, I'm blowing up. Like I, I'm, I'm famous now. Bye. Like I'm just kind of kidding, but it's like, yeah, I'm doing full-time speaking next year. Like I'm already booked out for the year. It's like, oh my God, that's amazing. Congratulations. Like it's so inspiring for the group. And my other coach has two, two companies, both that are successful. She's running her own ads and funnels and making passive income. Like I don't want to say daily cause I don't know the facts, but she's doing really well. And she's a great coach and the group freaking loves her. I couldn't imagine her not being a part of the group. Like everyone raves about her. And then our newest coach because of the other one leaving, um, runs ads and funnels for seven multi-seven figure companies and launches and some of the biggest names in the industry that you definitely know. And so when I got in contact with her, I'm like, you've got to, you've got to be a part of this program. It is so good. And you will change these women's lives. And so that people are loving her too. And I feel like I'm, I'm hiring support coaches who bring things to the table that I could never bring. I'm hiring support coaches that I feel lucky to work with that I am having private conversations with like, Hey, what do you think of like running things by them and whatever and vice versa? Like 
it feels like it's become a really collaborative space for the company because I'm supporting them with things. They're supporting me with things like as friends, as peers, as people that want to see each other win. But it's been really cool to see my clients getting so much from coaches that I bring in. And it's also felt really good to do the support coach thing a little bit differently um, than what I've seen other people do it. Not saying that anyone's bad or wrong, but just it didn't feel right to me. It just didn't make sense. I couldn't, I just couldn't get behind it. And um, I've really liked it. And I'm really surprised that I liked it. That was one piece where I'm like, I don't know if it's going to last forever. I don't even know if people are going to like it. And people are loving it. I even had private clients book in with my support coaches by choice. Like, this isn't like a sketchy, like, hey, I'm too busy to talk to you this week. Like, book in with Brittany. Like, no. It's just like, they're utilizing it. Like, they just booked in. Like, because they want to, because they see there's a different expertise. They see there's another resource. And let's be honest, like a lot of masterminds don't have that and that's fine, but it was a pretty successful experiment. Now I will say having support coaches came with quite a few learning curves. Um, and luckily we didn't run into like any real issues but there's been some hard conversations. There's been some reevaluating. There's been, um, there's also the learning curve of like, when I first hired my first support coach, it's like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't introduce her in a way that gave her justice. Like, and I think it just kind of felt like what I said, like, oh, who is this chick? But then when they really got to know her, they're like, oh, like I've been underutilizing you because you're freaking amazing and you bring so much to the table. So with our other two, I made sure to like, you know, I, I just learned like, okay, here's how we really like set the tone for how amazing this person is because I wouldn't hire them if they weren't. And um, it's been really cool. And it's something I'm pondering of like, how do I, how do I lean into that even more? How do I make that an even more collaborative space? How do I make that even more lucrative for the coaches? How do I make that even more lucrative for the clients? Like, cause it's been really, really cool. And it, it kind of feels like, you know, sold out the mastermind is my program and this is my business. And I plan to keep it that way, but it really feels like I'm getting to share something with someone and I've, I've enjoyed it. So selfishly, I've enjoyed it because I get great advice for my ads <laughs> and my funnels and my launches. Um, but it's been really, really fulfilling to see my clients enjoy it. And it's been really, really fulfilling to see these women enjoy it who are, who are offering this coaching to the group. So it's been cool. Number four is feedback. So if you would have asked me two years ago, that's just the God's honest truth. If you should ask your mastermind group for feedback, I would have told you, no, you shouldn't. Why would you ask for feedback? You're just asking people to complain. And I would have told you that like, what really matters is that you love the group. You love the space. You love how you run it. You love the support included. I could not be in a farther mindset from that where I'm like, I don't think you can get enough feedback. And so what we've started doing, and I want to do this in even my courses and stuff, but we just, mastermind has been the number one focus. 
But what we've been doing on a quarterly basis is we send everyone in the mastermind a form and in the form, they rate on a scale of zero to 10, everything. So it's like they rate, it's like on a scale of zero to 10, how are you liking the circle app? On a scale of zero to 10, how are you feeling about the group calls? On a scale of zero to 10, how do you feel about the private calls? Um, on a scale of zero to 10, how do you feel about the marketing feedback? Because every week in the program, you get to submit something for feedback from me and the coaches. And um, I, I'm getting a funny, funny personal text. <laughs> Oh man. Um, but, and then the, you also have the option to like add comments. So what's been really cool is I'd say 99% of the time that we've, and we've done this, uh, three times. We're about to do it our third time. So we've done it two times. Basically 99% of the time, everything's been a 10. Um, if not, it's like an eight and we get feedback. And the, all the feedback so far has been little things like it's been really good, but like this would make it better for me. This would make it more helpful for me. And people throw in random ideas too. But, you know, I want you guys to know if, if you've done the feedback, like we have it on a, we have it in Asana, we have it on a list. Like we are planning to implement pretty much every piece of feedback we've gotten and, but it's going to take time. <laughs> like I can't, I think there is a fine line, like old me that would have said no, it's like, cause you can't do everything your clients would want you to do. Of course they want more. Of course they have more ideas. Of course it could be better. But I do think over time I can, I can work through implementing this stuff and they're great ideas. I work with incredible women who are super smart and who, who are creative. And so I just feel like the group is just every quarter is getting better and better and better. And we plan to keep it that way. And I'm kind of implementing a little piece of feedback or improvement like every couple of weeks or so. Um, some of it you guys would never even be able to tell because some of it is just a little bit of coach training, um, resources for the coaches. That's what I've been doing a lot of recently. Um, and I'm about to move into um, another cool project. So <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've really been liking doing that. And of course, I would say... Um, I think last year I had two conversations with, with clients in the group that were a little bit more tough. Uh, ooh, maybe actually four. If I'm going to be really honest with you, I had four conversations with people that were a bit more tough. When we moved to the Circle app, there, there was a little bit of a, a lag time there. And, and I know Circle's not perfect. Nothing's perfect. Facebook's not perfect. Slack's not perfect. Circle's not perfect. Boxer's not perfect. Like nobody's ever going to be completely happy. And that's where getting feedback can be a little frustrating. It's like you want everyone to be happy and you've got to realize they're not going to be. So I had two conversations with clients about circle and, um, I would say about half of that feedback, I was able to just go, you know what? I agree. So we used to do calls in circle and we've moved them back to zoom because the calls in circle were just, they felt, they felt like live streams, like Q and a live streams in a Facebook group. And we wanted a mastermind call on zoom where you could talk to me. So we did move back to zoom after two, three calls on circle. So I was able to take that and implement it. And the other one was, you know, I, I actually feel like using the circle group is really great. So we've stayed there again. No group is going to be perfect like no platform and that sucks. And no one, you can't have a group of 30 women and every single one of them love the exact same platform. It's just never going to happen. 
So that sucks. Um, but I do think everyone likes Zoom better. <laughs> Just saying. If any of you have thought about moving platforms. Um, so that that came up. We had one thing that happened on a support coach call that we addressed, which was great. Um, and we had one person get marketing feedback that they felt wasn't efficient. Like they didn't feel like they got good feedback. And so we solved that. Um, and the person who had a call that they didn't feel like they got good support, like there was a conversation with that coach and, um, she was offered a private call with me and she was offered a private call with the coach and I, and I, that was resolved and it was, it was great. It was uncomfortable (laughs) for many reasons. It was uncomfortable for me to speak to the client about it. It was uncomfortable for me to speak with a coach about it, but it was great. And I think there was a lot of growth probably for all three of us in that situation. Um, and with the marketing feedback, same thing. Um, oh, actually that was because we've had four support coaches and there was one that I had to fire like right away. It was like one week of her doing it. I got that complaint from someone. I redid her marketing feedback like above and beyond. We had to get rid of that coach. Um, that was one bad hire. So those were the four hard client conversations I had last year, if you wanted to know, but I've just been embracing the feedback. So even when, so the feedback in the forums is pretty easy because it's usually really great. Um, but the couple of conversation, the handful ish of conversations with clients is hard, but I want to say that another thing in this industry right now is if you want to stand out and you want to be someone that people want to keep buying from and they feel like respected by that, that is going to make your clients and it shouldn't be like this. I should not be considered going above and beyond for going oh, wow, like you felt like your marketing feedback sucked. Like, oh, well, like it shouldn't be above and beyond for actually going, let me look at it. You know what? You're right. I'm going to handle this with the person who did it. I am going to redo your marketing feedback myself promptly. Like that shouldn't be considered going above and beyond. That should be considered bare minimum. (laughs) And I think a lot, like a lot of people in the space are so against client feedback and they look at a client giving feedback as a threat, and it's not. Sometimes some people are assholes. <laughs> Let's be real. I haven't, luckily, I have not experienced that with this group of women, but it, it does happen sometimes. So I do think you have to take feedback with a, with a grain of salt. I do think you need to take feedback. It's okay to say, oh, thanks for sharing that with me. I disagree. And that might piss someone off and that might be really uncomfortable, but it is okay because sometimes they are wrong. The client is not always right. However, I will say last year, the only thing I felt like I really couldn't fix was the couple of people that didn't love the Circle app. And we got through that. You know, again, it's fine. I don't think that's a huge deal. And we were able to have a good conversation about it. And I was able to share honestly where we were at with it. And I can say that we have really good engagement in the group. So I, and, and we also ask again and again and again, do, are you guys liking it? Are you guys liking it? And the feedback's been great. So that like, uh, part of me in the back of my mind is like, should I have said any of that? Part of me is like, why not? What? Like, this is normalizing millions, like normalizing anyone telling you that, and, and they're not even going to tell you this, but if people are pretending like their programs are elite and everything's perfect and no one's ever not happy and there's never any feedback, that's because they're ignoring it. And as soon as someone can't pay or as soon as someone needs to leave or as soon as someone has a piece of bad feedback, they kind of assume that that person is just disempowered and sucks and they send them on their way and they pretend like they're crazy. And and it's 
it's just, he, he, it's just not good. (laughs) It's not the way coaches should be acting. Anyway. Um, so that's, that's what the experience has been like. Not capping the group has been uncomfortable, but great. Not doing Voxer has been uncomfortable, but great. Having support coaches has been uncomfortable, but great. Really great. That's like, I'm, I'm, that's the thing I'm most surprised about being happy about. Um, and the feed client feedback and focusing on client experience has been uncomfortable, but great. That's probably been the most uncomfortable actually, because it's, it's easier to just live in like a fantasy land where you pretend all of your clients are 100% happy all the time, (laughs) which is never the case. It's never the case. Um, so anyway, you guys, that is the inside scoop on sold out the mastermind. I do want to say that, um, this is an open enrollment mastermind. So if you're feeling the pull, if you want to hear more details about it, um, we can probably link that on the, in the show notes. It's very easy to find on the site, but you're always, always, always welcome to send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at underscore the Taylor Lee and let us know that you want details on the mastermind. We'll send you the application. So once your application is approved, we send over the sales page. So we just make sure that you're a really good fit. And then we send over the sales page. We don't harass you in the DMs. We don't chase you down. We don't tell you you suck if you don't buy or how you're never going to go anywhere. Like we're not, we don't do that. So you don't have to worry about that. And we just make sure you're a good fit and we send you all the details, price, info, and then you can ask questions in the DMs, chat with us or join or decide, "Mm, this isn't actually what I'm looking for. That's totally cool too. So anyway, if any of you feel the pull, we would love to have you in our group. Um, but I hope above all that this was like helpful for you to think about any changes that you might want to make. Cool. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you next week's episode. Bye.